You are listening to Overcomers Church International Podcast. Here at OCI, we are dedicated to our vision of building strong people and building strong churches. From wherever you are listening, we hope this message leaves you equipped and encouraged. Tonight, I want to share my part of hearing God's voice and hearing God's voice in His Word. And I've titled the sermon, I Need a Word, because I was sharing this morning, a lot of people just are really hung up on getting a word from somebody else. They're hung up on getting, you know, just, just hearing something or hearing hearing from God. They, they're like, I want to hear an audible voice. I mean, they're just not satisfied with anything else. They want somebody to tell them what to do. And um, that's okay. I mean, that's all right. I mean, I like to get words just like anybody else. I mean, I once I get them, especially if I don't understand them, then I got to then I got to go to the Word and figure out, you know, if they were scriptural and if they're right on and check in my own spirit. I mean, I don't just digest anything anybody gives me. I'm, I'm one of these guys that if I go somewhere and somebody wants to pray for me and I don't know who they are, they probably ain't laying hands on me. And that's, that's good wisdom right there. But the coolest thing about being a Christian and being born again, and I mean turning your life over to God, I mean exchanging your life for God's life is we get this, we get this, it's kind of like a personal guidance system along with it. And if we choose to listen to God's word and we choose to listen to God's voice, we can we can steer around a lot of things that could have hung us up for a long time. And I've got hung up in my own life for periods of time that was too long because, to be honest with you, I wasn't spending time in this word right here. And to me, God speaks to you through the word stronger than any other place. I mean, if you're in love with Jesus, this is him right here. He is the word. Before I get started, because I want to share a few scriptures, I just, I just want to explain that there is, there is a good life in being born again. Um, not saying that things don't come your way, but when you're in communion with God and when you're hearing God's voice and when you're studying His Word and you're learning fresh revelations, um, seems like you're almost expecting the enemy to come at you and you're ready. But if you're not spending time in the Word and you're not spending time in God's presence and praising and thanking Him and... and uh, lifting up your, just continually giving your life over to him. Um, it's really easy to become like just stagnant and, and get to where um, the gospel, the very gospel of Jesus Christ just 
kind of is just another story. You're, you're supposed to be a Christian, but it just kind of gets stale. And maybe once in your life, you had this really cool relationship with God, and you were walking close with Him, and everywhere you turned and looked, you were like, like maybe when you first got born again, it was like everywhere you looked, you seen God and you seen Jesus and you were thankful. And you were actually telling people about Jesus because you were excited about something that just happened on the inside of you. But as time goes on, especially if you don't take time to learn to build yourself up and, and to, to learn how to live as a Christian, then you start getting knocked around and you start listening to wrong voices and you start doing things you shouldn't be doing. And, and the, once that happens, then the devil, he doesn't play fair. Our enemy never plays fair. And he just kind of has a, a heyday with you after that because after you mess up a little bit, then he comes to you and he's just uh, he's telling you that you're basically not worthy of anything. You're a joke. You're, you're not really a Christian. You must not really believe in God. You must not really be um, for Jesus because you never tell anybody about him. You, you basically live centered in yourself all the time. You're just, you're just centered. You don't, you don't try to reach out to anybody else. I'm not saying anybody else in here is in this spot right now, but I guarantee you some of you in here dealing with stuff that is, uh, I was praying on the way here and I just kept hearing, I kept hearing God say, there's, there's stuff holding, holding my children back. They're, 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 and, and sometimes I feel like it's just plain lack of knowledge from not spending time in the word and not being, not being, trying to be close uh, not trying to climb close to God. The other day I was, um, I was spending some time, I was alone by myself in the house, and that usually never happens. And um, I was just praising and worshiping God, and I was just on the floor crying out to God that, that I, I want to I I know your heart, God. Please show me your heart. And you got to watch what you pray for because I'm telling you, it'll mess you up. And I just, I, for a while there, I just wasn't functioning. I just was like, I was, I was just hungry. I was hungry like, like I've never been before ever in my life. Like, you know, I have to. It's like I have to know your heart. I don't want to walk any other way besides just, in your presence and hearing your voice and doing what, what you want me to do. And, and the cool thing about this personal guidance system we got on the inside is if we're going along and, and we make a choice, sometimes we never make a choice. Sometimes we just are stuck. We're like, we have a choice to make, and we're like, well, I just I don't know what to do. So we never move. But with this personal guidance system on the inside and the spirit of the living God living on the inside of us, we got to trust Him that if we start going this way and start making movement in a direction, that on the inside, 
it's either going to feel really good and you're going to have peace and you're going to be to stay excited or on the inside you're just going to feel like something's not right something's not right i mean if that isn't awesome alone i don't have to hear a loud voice from heaven to me if he's just guiding me whenever just saying no yes no i mean awesome it's an awesome way to be do you know that when you're not born again when you're not when christ isn't lord in your life you don't get that privilege you're out there on your own you're all by yourself you're all by yourself you have to make all your own decisions you got to, you, you know, you're relying on just what you got. And, man, it, it, it is not a good place to be in. I don't ever, I don't ever want to go back. It, oh, that was, that was all right. Trying to figure out where I was going to plateau at there at the end, but that's all right. So the word... The word works. I like this thing we said this morning, so I'm going to have you say it with me. Okay? Are you ready? Just say it after me after I say it. God's word is God speaking to me. So if I need a word, I go to God's word. I like it. I don't know. So, if you need to make a decision in your life and you've been looking at a, a door for a while, you've been looking in a direction, getting it in the Word is a great place to find something to cover your case. Because if you don't feel like you're hearing God and you're not hearing His direction, you... You dig in the Word, and I guarantee you, you're going to find something that you can stand on to where you're going to have confidence that you're going to hear God's voice after that. But if you don't know that you can, you're, you're capable of hearing God's voice and you haven't found it in the Word, then you don't even know that you can. So um, I want to I read this and... Uh, Glenn's going to remember this because I like double shared this somehow. I, this was back from September 6th of 2020. And then the other day it just came up in my spirit and I shared it with Glenn. But I got this one day. Um, it was just in worship. I'm going to tell you what. When you get lost in worship and when you really are seeking God if you want to hear from him that's that's a good place to hang out it's never wasted time ever spending time with him and he wants to talk to us all the time but in on this particular uh, day in worship that happens a lot either in worship or with me it's praying in the spirit for a while and then just getting quiet and listening and just kind of speaking out to myself what what I feel like God's saying. And uh, 
he just he just comes through with me in that way. But this this year, this morning, um, in worship, I kept seeing a door with, that was appearing to be open. But it was a door that he says, this is a door that you have came up to before and never went through because of past fear and opposition. He said, it's time to go through the door, complete casting of cares and trust. You know, because if we're trusting in ourselves, we're not going to step out. But when we know who we are in Christ and we've been in the Word, then there's this there's this fire down inside of you that kind of gets going in there and, and this B word shows up. Boldness. Hey, I did good. I got them laughing. <laughs> oh. It'll be hard to get past that one. Boldness. I should have just said it. Wow. But I like laughing anyway. <sighs> so, it's complete casting of cares and trust is the way through this door. Glory is on the other side, so the enemy will try to stop you again. But you see the glory, and you are drawn to the light of the glory on the other side. Glory is there, and the power is there within you to cross through. I've been there so many times where I didn't know what to do and it looked like a door. But in my past, I've been uh, slow to move sometimes, sometimes procrastinating, uh, doing things. And God is changing that. I know she's excited about that. We've been talking about moving for about a year now, uh, 10 years now. So. so I believe if you find in the Word again, search the Scriptures. When you're looking at the door, Search the scriptures. Sometimes you can just search inside of you if you've been putting scriptures inside of you and God will bring up scriptures inside of you. And it's the most awesome guidance system there is. I mean, it's better than it's better than any Tesla or anything that there is out there. I mean, that thing supposedly can drive itself. But I don't know. I'm not sure I'd want to sit there and trust it to just do that. So... Um, Sometimes you have to say it out loud until you really believe it, the Word. Sometimes you just have to speak the, the Word until it gets down on the inside of you. You know, uh, I was talking to my dad the other day, and he was telling me how he was reading through the New Testament, and there was a lot of things that he didn't understand, but he wanted to get plowed through 
the New Testament because he never read all the way through it, you know, and he wanted to get through it. Man, I just had an awesome conversation with him about, you know, about Revelation because as a Christian, uh, if you don't get excited when you really get a hold of something powerful in the Scriptures, you better, better check out and go back to whenever you met the Lord and, and decide to make a decision. Make sure you're really saved because there should be something going off inside of you um, that is unexplainable. I mean, the world don't understand it. What are you getting so excited about that for, you know? Oh, you got no idea. I've read that Scripture for 10 years and all of a sudden he just drops it in you something that totally changes your course of life literally changes can change your direction in a moment and his timing sometimes is just man how's he do that it's just perfect it's just God so the word we need to believe it Confess it, say it out loud until you really believe it. And then, like we were talking about before, start moving in that direction. I mean, this door you're wanting to walk through, this direction you're wanting to walk through, it may look really good, but it may not be time yet. So if you walk through it now may not be as good as it would be if you waited on timing, but as soon as you start walking that way, we can trust that the Holy Spirit on the inside of us is going to say, whoa, whoa, you know. And the more, the more we spend time in the Word and the more we learn His voice in the Word, then the, the more we can tell when it's God, when He starts actually speaking words to us, that it's Him. Because we know it's him because it lines up with the word so we can follow that. We can be confident that this is him. We can go that direction. So I'd like to share a few scriptures that I think are just awesome. All scriptures are awesome, but today these are the really awesome ones. So... Um, if you dig in the word, you can find out that you have authority in Christ that you didn't know you had. And I'm going to say most of us don't walk in the full authority that we really have in Christ because God wants us to walk in the same authority that Christ did. And he didn't do much blundering. So I think we got somewhere to go with that. Revelation uh, 2.28 in the New Living Translation says, they will have the same authority I received from my Father, and I will give them the morning star. Same authority. That is just, that just rocked me whenever I read it. And... Uh, I started kind of digging up Morning Star, you know, and and uh, and it and it got I got to reading stuff and it started talking about royalty. And uh, man, it's awesome 
for God to say you're royalty because that, that just positions you. Um, any, anybody that, that walks in royalty, it just gives them certain rights that others don't have. You know, it's this personal guidance system. And, and that's one of the awesome things we have. But when, when we speak, powerful things can happen because we've got that authority built in us already because we've been hearing God's voice in the Word. And then uh, another one in Revelation 2.29, New Living Translation says, Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit or hear His voice and understand or have revelation what he is saying to the churches. So if we're willing to listen, and we're willing to put in the time to listen and to learn and to grow and to spend time in the Word, then, you know, we're pretty much guaranteed that, that uh, there's going to be huge change in our life. And if there's anything that I wanted to convey in what I shared... God's just been doing something inside of me and he's been stirring me and and talking to me like seems like more than he ever has and um, you know it was a huge privilege to get to share and it's not that I'm selfish but but when I take time studying oh you spend that, I'm doing the same thing that I'm trying to get everybody else to do, spend more time in the Word, get more hungry for the Word of God because I know what happened to me just while I was reading this and the way God started speaking to me and uh, the things that came out of the Scriptures. And it, it, it builds, it literally builds a fire in you to where you have a, you have a hard time just staying normal. And I don't want to be normal. I mean, we should be on fire. The, the, world, the world needs what we got. We got Jesus. They need what we got. We are the, we've got the only thing that's going to make any difference in their life. And as long as we're keeping it stirred up on the inside of us, you know, uh, this morning I shared um, a scripture a scripture that says out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. You know where the scripture is? Cause I don't, I'm, I'm off my sheet here completely. So, but anyway, um, it says it. What happens is when we, when we give out and we kind of come out of our comfort zone and we're, we're talking to other people and we're, trying to convince them of Jesus and we're just offering to pray for them and we're going around and and just just like showing the love of God and and basically freaking people out because they think we are strange animals they're I mean we freak people out I mean I freak people out all the time I mean I just I freaked out the three guys that come rolling up on bikes yesterday that were all homeless guys and I picked the wildest one to talk to and I just went all in for like 25 minutes with him and I think he was freaked out that I wanted to talk to him you know in the first place and 
And literally, we got to kind of come out of our Christianic um, way we talk sometimes and the way we go about things to be able to deal with the, the people in the world. Because this guy, he started, he was just cussing up storm the whole time he's talking, and he kept apologizing, kept apologizing, and I just looked at him, I go, Dude, just let her rip. Just talk like you normally talk. I said, you know, I work at a rock quarry, and I hear all anything probably you got to say. I just tell me, tell me about yourself. And I mean, I did get plenty of extras. I learned a few new words I probably shouldn't have learned. But but it, it it was awesome to to engage with this guy and and find out um, from somebody his perspective of. I mean, I don't know what it's like to live on the streets since you were in eighth grade. But, you know, I think he was he was freaking out because I was taking interest in him, you know. You know, why would I just stop to talk to him? And and he started pouring his heart out to me all the way back to his childhood and um telling me all the stuff, his accomplishments in his life and and I was able to plant some seed. The guy, the guy said that 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 he had received Christ in his life, but uh, he was he was wild. I mean, there was I'm, I'm gonna be honest. There was a there was a wildness about him that I was a little jealous of. Because I'm like, I want to be like that, but I want to be like that as a Christian, full force on fire for God, you know. Want people to like almost be scared to walk up next to me. Seriously, I am so far off now that I will never go back. Galatians two twenty says, "Nevertheless, not I, but Christ lives in me." That should be our goal. That should be our goal, and it's in the scriptures. So God said it to me, so I take it. It's not me, but Christ who lives in me, so that's who I want people to see. I don't want them to see me. Because, man, I can, I, can, I can get set off sometimes and say things, and then I got to go back and do a big cleanup. That ain't any fun. But, man, when they're seeing Christ in me, and we're talking, we're staying in, talking about Christ, and we're, we're in that vein then so much better. I heard this when I was um, preparing and, and uh, God said this, and it just, it just, I don't know why it just rocked me. It said, I gave you Jesus. And then he said, now live. So I had to sit there and think about what that really meant. You know, I gave my only son. I gave him so that you could live, that you could live a free life, that you could, you could be on this earth walking in health. You could be on this earth not being just bombarded by the devil. That you, He gave us tools. He gave us this inward witness to guide us around all the time. He didn't he didn't just leave us. When Jesus left the earth, he didn't just leave us. And he gave us the best weapon of all, the Holy Spirit. 
I mean, he shows us how to comfort other people. He shows us how to, he, he shows us the ways to reach into somebody's life and how to talk to them. Because sometimes we just go in full of blaze and we just, ga, 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 and they're just like, they don't want nothing to do with this, you know? So he said that, and then in my spirit came up this old hymn that says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know, oh, oh, he holds the future. <laughs> and life is worth the living because he lives. And it's worth the living because He lives in us. He lives in us. He just can't wait to use us. He can't wait to empower us. He can't wait to spend time with us. He loves spending time with us way more than we like to hang out with Him. He loves it. It's what He's always wanted. John 14, 12 says, We will do the things that Jesus did. It says it. God said it. That's his voice in there when he said that we will do the things of Jesus. So, if you remember in Luke 4, 18 through 19, um, you know, there was two different scriptures, one in Isaiah and one, one in Luke. And it's both talking about, you know, Jesus saying, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He anointed me. But think about this. You go back and, and, and where, where Scriptures tell us that we can do the things that Jesus did, and then you look at this Scripture and you can say, oh, the Spirit of the Lord is on me because He has anointed me. To preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Who else is going to heal the brokenhearted? The church has got to reach out. I mean, if we want to, we can cry out for revival all we want. But until we're reaching into people's lives and getting out there in the streets and, and out there and getting into people's lives and 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 letting God use us out there. I mean, revival's got to start in here first. But then you got to let it out. Because if you don't let it out, you, you're going to get, after a while, it, it's a river that flows. Oh, your belly shall flow rivers of living water. It's a, supposed to be a flowing thing. So if you don't let it out, and you just keep taking it in, keep taking it in, keep taking it in, eventually you just kind of become stagnant. And you're like, man, I just I can't get into worship. I can't, I can't do anything. I just, I can't I can't seem to do anything right. I, I I'm not getting stuff. I don't even seem like I'm even getting stuff out of the word like I used to, or this or that. And, and then one day you go out and you run into somebody and you share with them the gospel and you get to lead them to Christ. Oh. On the inside of you, man, that just that just opened up the wells. 
It opened up the wells. It broke everything loose. And you got like a new revised fire on the inside of you because you just shared the word. You just shared the word with somebody else and you just broke it all loose. So God also says in the word, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So I think it's important that we find out what God has to say about how faith comes. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Hearing his voice in the word. That's how it comes. If you're lacking faith, this is the place to go. This is the place to go. You want to build your faith, this is the place to go. I hope I'm making somebody hungry for the word. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. God is speaking to you here, saying, Trust in me with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge me, and I will make your path straight. God speaks to us in the Word in 2 Corinthians 5.21 that we have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We don't know who we are. If we haven't been spending time in the Word finding out who we are in Christ, we'll get a bad identity. We'll get a really bad identity. I'm going to tell you that, that there was a point in my life that I had such a horrible identity right in the middle of going to church and being in there praising God and, and basically lying to everybody when, I, when they asked me how I was doing. There was a time in my life where my identity was pretty screwed up because the way I kept seeing myself and letting the devil kick me around, I was, I was like, he would remind me of all the things that you're doing wrong. And then he would lie. And he would say, you're blowing it in so many areas. You know, you're never going to get past this. You've been trying to get past this for this amount of time and you're never going to get past it and and I, I I let him kind of convince me there for a while and I kind of got to where my identity turned around like I still loved God with all my heart still believed in Jesus but I, unfortunately I was believing lies of the devil because I wasn't in the word enough I wasn't hearing the truth I wasn't putting the word in there and um, I just found myself trapped in like guilt, shame, condemnation. And it was a horrible place. It was a horrible place to be in. I just, I found myself there and I was trapped. And uh, I'm 100% convinced the way out of all that is knowledge. We're destroyed from the lack of knowledge, the Word says. So I'm 100% convinced that if we stay in the Word, that He's going to have a whole lot harder time coming at us and, and deceiving us about certain things.
We might listen to him just long enough to say, nah, no, that ain't who I am. This is who I am. Or, and we don't even have to scream at him. You believe that? We don't even have to scream at him. That was good. We do it sometimes. So I got I got tons of other scriptures, but I think I've kind of done a little bit of convincing. But I had I had something else personal I wanted to share if I can find it. Um God's just been He's really been rocking me. But it's good. Oh, it's in here because it's a little thingamajobber. Oh, here it is. As as Christians, especially the ones that are really hungry, we uh we cry out for the glory quite a bit too. And sometimes we haven't really got in the Word and found out what the glory really is and how it's supposed to function and how the anointing functions and how, you know, um, now there was a time in my life when, when I was in revival um, in some wild services for weeks and Man, God, God just changed me. And I spent a lot of floor time. I was in the floor. I was laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, it just kind of got me unreligious. And that's kind of good sometimes. Cindy called me up the other day at work, and I listened to her laughing in the spirit for about a half hour. And I just sat there, I just sat there and listened to her laugh and roll around on the floor at home and she couldn't stop. And I was like, man, this is just awesome. To me, that was glorious, you know, to 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 believe that God can be that awesome to touch you in a way to where, you know, that can happen. You know. Nobody really wants to be around a Christian that doesn't have any joy, by the way. And the word talks about strength coming from joy and laughter. But a few years ago, I was in worship. I think I was at another church, and all of a sudden, God started talking to me, and I was just, because I was, People that know me know that I just love to drink of the Spirit. That's all I ever want to talk about sometimes. I mean, I was together with them one night, and I think the whole night that's all I talked about. Every time they'd ask me, I'm just like, I, swear to, I literally want to get drunk in the Spirit. I mean, you can, you can spend enough time with God to where it's just so overwhelming that you can't, you really can't function, and He just touches you. And it's wonderful. But he, he's 
started talking to me about the glory. And uh, this morning, uh, not this, well, this particular morning, and here's what he told me. He's like, there's a wave of glory coming. Do what you have to do to get top get on top of the wave. I mean, if you heard that, would you know what that meant? I had no idea. On top of the wave of glory. I mean, I know what on top of the wave is. Um, out in the ocean, you know, you got to be on a board or it's going to be kind of bad probably. Um, but I said... I said, what does that mean? And God said, I don't want you just being immersed in the glory and laying there and enjoying it. I want you to be able to function in the wave of the glory. And then he said, get on board. <laughs> I thought that was just, get on board. Get in there and speak it out. What do you think he was talking about speaking out? The word. He said, I will tell you what to do. Get moving. I thought this was talking about our own house, and God's kind of told me this was different because at the time we, we were talking about doing some things at the house, and I'm still just talking about getting these things done at the house, and I haven't done a whole lot of them. But it, he said, get that house fixed and cleaned out. He was not talking about my house at home. He was talking about getting out anything inside of you that is holding you back from being able to stay on that wave. Because if you're weighted and your weight's off when you got no way of staying up. And uh, that kind of, then he said, don't fear the opposition. That embrace it. He's telling he was telling me to embrace opposition. That's a good thing. If you don't have opposition coming at you, you probably ain't doing anything. Don't fear the opposition, embrace it, and know that I will empower you and sustain you. You have much to do. Listen. 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 Listening to his voice. Very next thing he said is, speak my word out loud. That is your future. I was like, wow. We can call out our future by speaking the word. That's powerful. And then he said, I've, I've, I've surrounded you with key people. There's a reason God surrounds you with certain people. He knows what he's doing. 
Because I know the plans I have for you. And then he said, don't sleep during harvest. And it is possible to do that. With all the crazy stuff that's going on, people are wanting what we got. We could still lay there and sleep and still sit on the sidelines and do nothing. And we'll dry up. It'll be so bad, it'll be miserable. Being a Christian that's cold is, is horrible. It's horrible. Then he said, mountains move when you speak to them. And we know how they move when we speak the word. I mean, he told us we could move mountains. He says it in the Word, but if we don't know, then... And then he told me to focus. And uh, Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. He's got to be first. He's got to be the first. And if he's not... Uh, We've got to get him back there. I mean, you have to. We can't afford to. We can't afford to slack off at this point. We can't afford to slack off. People need us. People need us. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your might. And that's what's going to empower you. I hope I've made somebody hungry for the word. Because there's power in the Word and it'll transform you every time you get in there and learn stuff. And it'll build a fire in you that you can't help but let it out or you'll just like feel like you're burning up. When you get to that point, if you don't let it out, it hurts. You know, I mean, we sing the song, don't we? Put a fire down in my soul. Do we really want it? Because when we get the fire, it's not for us. It's to let out to the world. I'm ready to hand off. I think. I think I will. It's a great idea. I tried to do the fast escape again, didn't I? All right, let's pray for a minute. Father, we love you. We love Jesus. And oh, we love the Holy Spirit. We love the way you've made us. We love the way you guide us. God, I pray, God, that people have heard your heart tonight, God, and And want more of you, God. We want to spread revival. We want to spread what's inside of us, God. We, we don't want to be comfortable. God, we want to make a change. God, so I ask you, Father, to 
Change our hearts tonight, Father. Thank you for building the fire in us, Father. God, that we need. God, we, we, we heard your word brought forth earlier. Father, and we want, we want to evangelize. We want to see all the things, Father, the miracles. Father, we love the miracles. God, but when we, when we read your word, we know, God, that we can do the same things that Jesus did. And we have to keep reminding ourselves when we go out into the world, Father God, that you're with us and you are going to show off. You're going to show off when we open our mouth and we speak your word. You always do. We get to go out. We get the privilege of going out and watching you show off. Use us, God. Use us to reach people, Father. Use us, Father. Give us boldness, Father, that we've never had, God, and a closeness. Let us just preach Jesus because He is the way, God, and we will never let it become something small because what You did has changed us forever. It's changed us. I thank you that you're changing us even tonight, Father. Thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If God is changing your life through this ministry, join us in reaching others by partnering with us today. If you would like to give or would like more information on how we are making a difference, visit ociperryville.com.